Welcome to The Sale Ring, a podcast dedicated to real estate brokers, agents, and America's top auctioneers that keep the markets moving. Join your hosts, Sean and Trina, as they talk with most successful realtors, marketing and technology experts, investors, and influencers. This show is devoted to all industry professionals looking to up their game and stay up to date. Welcome to The Sale Ring. Thanks for joining us on this episode of The Sale Ring. We've got a great show planned for you today. We have uh, marketing professional Ashley Breitenbach is in the studio. We'll get to that in uh, just a second. Trina, I'm leaving. I'm leaving next Monday, going to the NAA convention. That's the National Auctioneers Association's annual conference and show in Jacksonville, Florida. What's going on at the show this year? Heat. Heat? Uh, it's July in Jacksonville. so Yeah, it sounds humid they, uh, and not like a place I want to go to. I saw an email the <laughs> other day said the evenings could get chilly. Make sure and bring, bring something appropriate. I don't see that happening. Yeah, we're excited about it. The conference and show for the National Auctioneers Association is something that obviously we're big supporters of, you know, here at, uh, at the sale ring. And we're excited to go down there. I saw where Mike Pence... Excuse me, Vice President Mike Pence is coming to town to talk about tax reform and its impact. Yeah, he'll be in today. I think he's flying in. It's going to be an interesting reception, I think. Yeah, that's uh, not everybody's excited about that. (laughs) You know, politics, I mean, we're not going to get off on a tangent about politics, but it's, uh, it's good to have the Vice President here in Kansas City. He's talking about tax reform. Um, I, I believe I, I saw there was some kind of a protest going on across the street <laughs> yes. from uh, from him being here. You know, we're just we're in a weird state of dismay in this country right now with uh, with politics. I, I suppose we always have been yeah. on some level, yeah. but not uh, not everybody's going to be supportive of that. I'm glad to see him coming to Kansas City, talking to the heartland about uh, about tax reform. Anyways, we've uh, we've got a good show. We're going to jump in with uh, Ashley Breitenbach. Ashley is with United Country Real Estate, and uh, she is the marketing director for United Country Real Estate. We've got a great show to talk uh, to you about online leads, digital marketing, and the all-time importance of videos in your real estate and auction marketing. So we appreciate Ashley being with us, and thanks for coming into the studio. I'm excited to be here with you guys today. We have, uh, we have, you know, a large organization that we're obviously in support of. Um, one of the largest real estate and auction integrated real estate and auction organizations inside of the United States. Marketing is forever going to be prevalent out there to realtors, uh, brokers, agents, auctioneers. Tell us a little bit about kind of how you got into marketing for real estate, real estate professionals, and um, what kind of, what path led you to where you're at today in the company? Um, I was pretty much born and raised in marketing. My dad did marketing, and then I went to college for marketing, and for the last decade, I've held a variety of positions from nonprofits to art festivals to real estate and everything in between. Um, So... It's always been really fun. It's a really creative industry, and it's literally just making sure that whatever you have to sell is getting out in front of people. 
Um, but recently, within the last 10 to 15 years, it's become so um, digital and techy that it's so much fun and so much more affordable that it's, you know, a whole new industry kind of. Interesting. So your background is in marketing. You went to school for that, mm-hmm. and you're uh, kind of living the dream now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Who's not? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's great. This show will be heard by everybody, so <laughs> including employers. Yeah, I'm living the dream. It's the greatest thing ever happened to me. Uh, what's the number one? Let's just jump into it. What's the number one issue? Realtors, auctioneers, real estate professionals are facing today when trying to self-market, self-promote, um, promote their properties, um, work on buyer leads. I mean, where, what's it all kind of culminate around? If they could master one element, what would what would you recommend that they focus their time on? Definitely digital marketing. So probably social marketing because. Last year, the rankings for the entire internet, 50% of all activity on the internet was social media. So, I mean, everything else combined made up the other half. So that is where every single person on the internet is spending the majority of their time. I spend 50% of my time on the on social media. <laughs> I think that's a fair statement. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't mean that towards Trey. I mean, I, I think that's a fair statement for most people. They're spending at least 50% of their time on social media while they're online, mm-hmm. unless they're looking for something specific. Information, um, obviously, Wikipedia is uh, got all of the answers now, apparently. Right. If you don't know anything, you can Google it, you know, so... Google's made it really easy on uh, on our population on on humanity because we don't actually have to know anything anymore. Yeah, can, you already know everything. Yeah, we just you're know an how expert. To, you're a pocket expert on everything. It's yeah. amazing. Exactly. <laughs> Walk around and know how to turn your phone on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if you can one. get that far, <laughs> if you can get that far along, then it uh, the rest of it all seems to come together. So. <laughs> You were mentioning earlier, we were talking before the show about uh, a speech that you had heard uh, from, uh, and I apologize, I forgot the guy's name. Yeah, uh, Um, a speech from, by Jared James. I watched a recording of him giving a speech to the Century 21 uh, real estate convention, and I loved his message because I'm not in highly residential real estate, Um, I'm in like non-urban real estate so anything from like mountain homes farms ranches land country homes pretty much anything outside of cities Um, but it still pertained to both sides of the industry perfectly well and he was kind of just explaining how real estate has gone from originally a referral based industry where all we had to do was get in front of the buyer to make a sale because you were kind of the gatekeeper of the property data. You had all of the information. And then over the last uh, 10 or so years, the tech industry expanded, and now people are searching on their own online, and referrals are drastically dropping um, because they can look up information on their own. Um, And so with this change in consumer behavior, the buying process also moved from ready to buy immediately to an average of three to 18 month process Mm -hmm. while they do their own research. And it was just interesting, like his insight into all of that. 
so there, there's clearly a shift. I hate to say or ask the question, how do you think that the shift will influence the real estate industry? Because it's already influenced it. This yeah. has been going on for a while. How do you think it will continue to influence the real estate industry? Um, well, I just think people who have been in the industry for a really long time need to recognize that it has already shifted. And it majorly means that we just need to work and market like work leads and market ourselves a little bit differently than we have been in the past. He was saying that 92 to 94% of people are starting their home or property searches online, which is a huge number. That's pretty much everybody who's looking for property or home is looking online first. Yeah, that's a big number. Yeah, and you know, it's because nowadays like you were just saying, we know everything we want to know. And so you don't want like now our mind shift has changed to where you want to kind of be knowledgeable on everything you're talking about or looking into. So people don't want to go to a real estate agent blind. They want to go already informed and let them know what their specific property type they're looking for. And instead of just fully relying on another external person, they want to be the person kind of in charge of it. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I heard you say that 92 to 94% of people are starting their home search online. I, I wouldn't have guessed the numbers were that high. I thought yeah. they were high. You know, I, I thought that the numbers would be strong, but that's almost everybody. You know, that's the, the <laughs> vast majority of people uh, are starting their searches online. It's kind of scary if you're in the real estate business and you're not up to date with the current market trends or the the techniques that are being used to market online, Mm -hmm. it almost makes you feel like you're getting left behind. Right. You are kind of being left behind if you're not doing that. The other side of that, the good news is, even though everybody is looking online first by themselves, about 72 to 75% of those people are also working with the first person they have an actual conversation with regarding a property. So whoever that whatever property they find and they're interested in, whatever agent they're contacting, that's probably who they're going to be working with because okay. it's not so referral based anymore. That makes sense to me, I think. I mean, if if you're looking for a property and you find it online, you're calling and calling and nobody's responding, you're going to of course work for you know, with the first person that is responsive to you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So let me ask both of you a question. Do you still believe that the the loyalty factor is as strong as it was 10 years, 20 years ago? No, I, um, I would say no. Anyway, just being a consumer, a young consumer, I would say the loyalty factor isn't that strong, you know, in any industry. Um, I think it's kind of a mix for me. Like... Originally, no, because I don't have like a real estate agent I would immediately run to without searching for the property I wanted first. But if I bought my first property with an, a specific agent and then five years down the line or something wanted another home, that's the same agent I would go to if it worked out well because I would already be comfortable with them. I had the contact information. We know we work well together. So it's, it is still kind of loyalty in my opinion, but I could see how it could be different for everybody too. Yeah. I think that's going to be a continuing kind of a growing issue with um, the information age. I remember 
20 years ago, I met a guy from Spokane. I sold him a property and we became friends and he was commonly just referring to me in in friendly conversations. You know, we were out or playing basketball together, doing something together. He kept calling me his realtor for life. You know, <laughs> that's the, he said, no, this, this guy here is my realtor for life. And he bought several properties, instinctively just called me. You know, he was, he would just, I was kind of his go-to guys like, hey, do you know anything about this? I, I want to purchase it and find out the information. And those are great clients to have. But I think that our civilization, our culture is is drifting away from that. Information was not nearly available at your fingertips back then. Today, they can they can self-inform. And I, I personally, I think that loyalty factor is is obviously diminishing in the in the professional business world. You have to fight and work that much harder. Yeah, to stay for a in front client of them. To to remain their their client or their uh, their service provider. Yeah, you know, I was saying I get both sides of it, and like Trina was saying, she's shopping residential, you know, and we're kind of outside of the residential market majorly, and so I feel like land and ranches and farms and commercial type properties have so much more investment and detail and um, background information that I feel like that's when you become more loyal to your agents because they would be like the specialists in those. They're going to have the knowledge about, you know, maybe water rights and things like that on, exactly. on bigger properties. Yeah. Than just your average, hey, I need a kitchen with a <laughs> an island in it, you know. You exactly. can find that anywhere. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So maybe the migration is we can still be friends, but I'm going to find an expert, somebody that I'm going to get good consult from in this property class or type, and it may not be you. Right. As yeah. my realtor for life anymore, it it may be uh, somebody that's more qualified to help me with this, and and uh, I think uh, I agree with what you just said. Mm-hmm. There's a definite shift uh, in the marketplace that's that's headed that way. Yeah. So how does a realtor auctioneer track leads when they're they're doing this when the consumers are doing that much research online? How do we how do we attract them? How can we kind of shine the light on ourselves? Um, well, because leads are now coming from an online platform opposed to a referral and take a longer time to work, uh, a lot of older agents and brokers are saying these leads are garbage, they're not real leads, they're wasting my time. But it actually just takes a different approach to work these leads. If consumers are researching the properties they want themselves, we have to be at the top of Google searches and then prominent real estate and auction search sites like Zillow, Trulia, and Realtor.com, for example, are great for certain types of residential, commercial, and urban type properties. Um, but like I was saying, the company I work for, United Country Real Estate, specializes in non-urban and country properties. So we had to build out our own high-ranking websites for over 38 niche property groups that we serve. Yeah, it was huge. And we have a main website that houses all of our listings, tens of thousands of listings. So, you know, my point is that you just have to be on the top ranking websites and you have to make sure that your own office website and agent website and listing, like if your listings have a website, they all need to be ranked high enough to where if anybody is searching for that particular property type or location or, you know, value of a house or something like that, you come up first uh, instead of anybody else. So you said you build out 38 websites. Are these office websites? 
No, those are for individual property types. So we have websites that are high ranking for ranches and farms, mountain homes, waterfront properties, land in general, um, businesses for sale, restaurants, like anything you can think of, vineyards and wineries, you know, literally any property type outside of urban America. And what do you call that? I mean, clearly that's that's got to be a huge undertaking. What do you call that that program or? Those are our specialty property groups. Okay. Um, internally, we call them SPGs because that is a long term. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's any specialty property that anybody could be looking for. Shows that we've had before. We talked about search engine optimization and search engine management of websites. I assume that an SEO strategy is going to be prominent in these websites. Um, yes. And then there's a, there's a technique that we had talked about um, prior to beginning the show this morning about indexing of listings. One of the difficult things about real estate and, and what you're buying into in companies like United Country Real Estate uh, that you work for is you're, you're buying into the listings that they have already accumulated in each one of those vertical markets, right? Mm-hmm. So as an independent broker, I may have six listings or 20 listings or some. How many listings would just a ballpark of listings that United Country would carry? I would assume on average around 30,000. Okay. So you have a 90 plus year old company that's accumulated 30,000 listings. Mm -hmm. There is... There is an opportunity for me as an independent broker to gain access to a vertical market that's already preloaded with inventory in that market segment from coast to coast, right? Yes. That's part of this SPG strategy. Yes. I'm being very intuitive on picking that up <laughs> right now. But I have, you know, obviously I'm very familiar with United Country Real Estate mm-hmm. and it's uh, there is the oppor- there's where the opportunity lies, for a broker or an auctioneer to go out and to supply and to support a client's property based on all of this experience and this traffic and drive that we have in that vertical market. Exactly. And it's, it works out well for our brokers because like you said, if they have a variety of properties, when they upload them to our websites, they have five options. So if they have a ranch, for say, that has a lake on it as well, and it has equine facilities, then it goes to all three of those websites. Okay. So no matter what type of property they're searching for, that property will show up in that niche category. So what what do you do? How do you convert those leads when they come in online? That's a great question, because everything that you're discussing right now about those websites, ultimately, it's it's designed to drive leads, right? Yep, you want generation. To, yeah, that's a great question, Trina. Well, what's happening now is that consumers are jumping on your office website, your company website, the specialty property group websites that we have, or anything that your company offers you, and they're looking for what they want. Then they're talking to six different agents before they have any sort of chance to become a referral. So the agent that gets to them when they're ready to learn opposed to ready to buy or sell is the person who secures the lead. So like I was saying earlier, they're looking for their property expert. Even if it is residential, if you're in a like specific community that people want, you want the person that works that community, that knows 
like the flood zones and knows everything about that area and can fill you in on what has been happening in the past. So the main thing I took from James's speech was that visibility will always trump ability. I loved that saying. Yeah. <laughs> so being an option will always trump being the best. You have to be an option at the place where all of the people are actually searching. And for properties outside of urban areas, I think a lot of people are coming to the United Country sites because they're all over the place. So for 75% of all buyers and sellers which is how many people are searching online. So for everybody searching for real estate online, the number one reason they went with the agent they did was for local market knowledge. They want to work with someone with experience, but you have to be visible as well. This is a people business. All that matters is where the attention is directed. So you kind of just need to focus on how do I get in front of them? How do I how do I make it happen to where they're finding me first? That's a great question. We're going to answer that as soon as we come back. Let's hear from our sponsors. We'll slip away for a few minutes and uh, we'll come back, talk with Ashley Breitenbach more about marketing. Ever dream of owning a country estate, historic home, or lakefront property? Log on to unitedcountry.com. Would you like to retire to a home built on breathtaking acreage in the mountains? Unitedcountry.com. Ever dream of your own private hunting preserve? UnitedCountry.com. Over 30,000 farm, recreational, and lifestyle properties are just a click away, helping people find their American dream for over 90 years. We will help you find yours. Log on now to UnitedCountry.com and find your freedom. Thinking about selling a real estate investment but worried about the taxes you'll have to pay? Property owners just like you have solved their tax issue with a Starker Services 1031 exchange. One call could save you a fortune in taxes. Call Starker Services today at 800-332-1031 or visit online at www.starker.com and keep the tax dollars working for you. Are you looking for heavy equipment but unsure where to start? Then you need to check out AuctionTime.com. Buying great equipment has never been easier than bidding online at AuctionTime.com. What are you waiting for? Online auctions are closing every Wednesday. So register and start bidding today. AuctionTime.com. The way to buy heavy equipment. Crude oil, natural gas, coal. Buying and selling minerals is a breeze when you have the right energy professionals on your team. Mineralmarketing.com is a leading resource for America's mineral owners. Whether you're wanting to lease or sell your mineral rights, Mineral Marketing has you covered. Mineralmarketing.com, the oil and gas marketplace. And we're back on the sale ring. We have Ashley Breitenbach in the studio. And when we slipped away for commercials, we were talking about uh, it's a people business. Real estate, auctions, people business. How do I get in front of them? What do I need to do to make that happen so that I'm the person that they think of in, uh, in real estate or auctions? Well, like we had said earlier, 50% of all web traffic last year was social. So obviously the best thing to do immediately if you're not already doing it is to embrace digital marketing. Traditional marketing still plays an important role, you know, like print or 
solicitation letters, postcards, magnets, whatever, closing gifts. So you still think that works? I mean, you don't, you, you're not advocating abandoning the traditional marketing methods like right. letter distribution or print advertising in, in newspapers and magazines. You still see the viability of that? I do, and if it is something like magnets or a very nicely designed postcard or something, they might stick around a little longer than digital marketing does. I have my last realtor's magnet on my fridge right now. Exactly. That was 10 years ago I bought from him. <laughs> do you know there. what it, you don't have to recite the phone number, obviously, but do you know what it says? Do you know what that magnet looks like or who no, it he, is or what it says? He actually sends one with like the local sports schedule on it every year, okay. and that's why it's on my fridge, because I want to know when the next Chiefs or Royals game is, and I can just look <laughs> at his calendar. So so you do actually use that? Yeah, kind of. Okay, we get course. the same yeah. ones. And yeah. if if you're into sports, you're going to hit a certain amount of the audience that's into sports that will keep that. Mm-hmm. We also have that on our refrigerator that there's a local company up there sends that out. But I don't follow the sports enough myself to to tell you like who actually sent that to me because I, I don't, it's on there, but we don't really pay a lot of attention to it. Right. And I mean, sports... That, that is very popular in American culture. So the majority of people like some sort of sports. So that's a pretty good bet. So marketing like that is still very viable. But when you consider the cost and then the effort of finding the mailing lists and um, shipping them out and hoping people do keep it instead of just throw it away, it's really hard to track that. You don't know what happens once you send it out and it is a big, big expense. So luckily... You can now do digital or social media campaigns where you are already attracting the group of people who want to work with you. They're all in one area, and it's very affordable. So you can just very simply create a you know informative ad about your profession, um, maybe promote some of the properties that you have, or like um, celebrate create or attracting a new agent or anything like that. And then digital marketing is cool because you can put $10 on it to $50 or whatever you want, but it's all very affordable. And instead of just blanketing a zip code or a region or hoping that the right people find you or your um, services, you can target specifically who you want your ads to go to. And so like social media, Facebook area, for example, you can even target new home buyers, people looking to sell their home or likely to move. You can target zip code, region, age demographic, anything that you think of. So they're very targeted. And if you put 10 to $50 or whatever you want on the ad, they're usually paid per clicks. So you're not just throwing money away. You spend those $10 on people actually viewing or clicking your ad. So it's all engaged consumers. Okay. Targeted. Mm-hmm. You're, you're finding a select group of individuals and you're sending those ads out to them that you want, hopefully, that you want to see those ads and, and respond to them. Right. Exactly. Um, And it's very straightforward. All of the social media campaigns you set up on Facebook are very like step by step. So even if you're not, if you've never done marketing before, if you've never placed a social media ad, it's very self-explanatory. Okay. And then I don't know if everybody knows this or not. Probably most people do, but Facebook bought Instagram. 
And I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, so they kind of are partners, and if you have two accounts like that, two business accounts, and they're linked, then if you create an ad on Facebook and target the demographic that you want and then put $20 on it, you can you have the option to share that on Instagram as well. And everybody thinks for some reason that Instagram is like, very young, but it kind of has adopted everybody, kind of like Facebook started out very young and then adopted mm-hmm. everybody as well. So if you choose the demographic demographic in Facebook, it will also carry over to Instagram. And so you'll be targeting both people on both both platforms. Now that's interesting. Yeah. One, I didn't know that Facebook had bought Instagram. And two, I am under the same belief or perception that that is um, mostly a, a very young or younger audience that's on Instagram. You're mm-hmm. saying that that trend is evolving just like Facebook did. Yes, definitely. And specifically for real estate, we own beautiful properties. You know, we're selling properties that we're proud of um, or just any type of property. And Instagram is solely photos. So if we have beautiful properties, we're going to also have beautiful photos. So why not advertise it on a platform that's just for people browsing? Trina, do you use Instagram? I'm not on Instagram. I also don't like Facebook though. So <laughs> I'm that weirdo in betweener that I I feel like you do that Instagram seems a little young. I have younger kids. They're they're in their teens now and they're all about, you know, Instagramming their friends and getting the, what do you call those, the... Um, Snapchats. Yeah, well, yeah, the snaps and all that stuff. So I'm not on any of that. I, I really just kind of, I'm a Reddit girl, really, <laughs> honestly. What old is that? School. It's Reddit, yeah. It's a little <laughs> old school. It's kind of like Facebook, but um, it's way more anonymous and you can follow what you want and not what, you know, you don't have to follow what you don't want. And there's not a ton of advertising on there right now, so... So what is, Red, what is Reddit? <laughs> I just told you it's it's similar to Facebook, but you're not following friends. Okay. You're following groups of like mind people. Okay. And the groups have, the groups are centered around topics. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, mostly it's very social media oriented. It's like a bunch of you know, I, I think one of them might be like a subreddit. There are all these subreddits, right, that you follow. And one of them might just be funny cat pictures or you know, just <laughs> The stuff that you started off on Facebook looking at, and now you can just follow that one thing, mm-hmm. or 40 of them, or 2,000 of them, or whatever. Gotcha. <laughs> I've heard of Reddit before. I have not been on it myself, and I, I'm not familiar with it, but I have younger kids you know, that are, are just now out of college and, and starting to enter the workforce. My son's a senior, and he, uh, he talks about Reddit. So I, <laughs> apparently it's pretty prevalent. In, in the marketplace, I feel every time we get into technology or marketing discussions, I feel about twenty years behind. <laughs> you know, I and I, I hate that, but at the same time, it's going to move forward with yeah. or without me. So it, it's rapidly, it's too. our responsibility yeah. to either get on the bus and right. start learning about this technology and and utilizing it and implementing it, or surround ourselves with people that can do that on our behalf. There's no other options. Right. The world is going to evolve and move forward with or without us. So in, in business, this is this has been awesome. So far, the, the topics that you've talked about, 
Um, there's some new stuff, obviously, new mm-hmm. topics. There are some things that I've heard before in business, and you're just you're reinforcing the fact of how important this is in the marketplace. Right. Well, so the whole point of this current conversation is to make sure you're in front of people. And most people are on social media, and so we're pros- pushing digital ads. Um, the thing is, most people are doing digital ads. Everybody is annoyed with Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. because every fourth whatever post or something is an ad. So the tricky part in a in a culture drowning in data, basically, is to stand out. And it was the same thing in newspaper back in the day. How do you make your ad stand out? Now it's just digital. The My best advice for that and the most fun and creative way to do that is to embrace video. <laughs> and I know a lot of people don't like to do video or they're scared of it or don't like the way they look or sound, but everybody already knows what you look and sound like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it is kind of indim- intimidating starting to create your own videos, But you can record the exact same video of yourself four times, 10 times, 20 times, however many times you want, and then go through the exact same video and find the one that you're happy with and post that one. So just kind of have fun with it and know that the videos you're recording aren't immediately going live, you know, unless you're doing a Facebook Live video and then just run with it. When you're doing them yourself, at least you've got you, you've got the creative control over it, right? To make it look, to your point, to make it look just like you want it before <laughs> you release it to the world. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to hire a professional company anymore. It's just like right there in your fingertips, and that you know, in the in the Google machine that's in your pocket, basically that we were <laughs> talking about earlier. So, is there a difference awesome. in videos that are focused on the individual that's that's giving the narrative or that's talking about it? Or the camera's turned around where it's actually focused on the property and you're talking behind the camera, you're, you're talking over the, the imagery that's being seen. Does that make a difference when you're creating a video, in your opinion? Well, it makes a difference in your audience. And I think that a mixture of all of those is a great idea. But if you're looking for buyers, then you would obviously want to do property tours or neighborhood um, you know, promotion or something like that. And then if you're looking for people who need an agent to list their home and sell, you would want to um, explain your expertise in a video or just kind of introduce yourself or just get your personality out there. Because if you're posting photo, photo ads or sending emails or writing letters or something, it's all text and it's very impersonal. And so if it's video and they get to see your face, your face is now your brand. Like your your logo and your contact information should always be on your video, but your face at that point is your brand, which is, uh, you know, you can't compete with that. Nobody else has your face, thank goodness. <laughs> so, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's a blessing for me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, a face only a mother could love. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it just makes it more personal and how how much easier is it to delete an email without responding or delete any sort of form of written text or copy opposed to a face, a video that you're meeting somebody kind of in person and they have kind of a personality? Like that makes it so much harder just to dismiss them and turn it away. Very good. Very good. Videos. 
That is, uh, do you, is there a video software program? Is there something that you recommend to kind of for speed knees if I wanted to start recording videos or anybody that's listening to this show wants to get into that tomorrow? Um, well, like Trina was saying, you have your phone in your pocket, so you have immediate access to video tools if you want. The tricky thing with that in terms of business or real estate is that you want your video to be branded the entire time. So you want your logo on there and you want it to be as easy as possible for anyone watching the video to have your contact information. You don't want to make them search for it. You can use your phone and try to use a video editor through YouTube or Facebook or something or There's a ton of others out there, Slidely, iMovie, tons of stuff, but those all kind of take um, some training. Okay. And United Country actually just partnered with this company called VideoFizz, and they were kind of just a greeting card company at first, but when we partnered with them, we saw the value of branding through real estate, and they are setting up... um, platforms for all of our agents now where they upload the logo of each office and the contact information that's fully editable on the video. So any video they shoot, it's already pre-branded. It's really awesome. We talked about that. We had an episode before this with uh, Jimmy Dean Coffee and Amanda Seiler Mm -hmm. talking about uh, some similarities in marketing, but more towards getting the fast-paced audience to slow down and to focus on you. Um, They talked about Video Fizz also. That company apparently is pretty prominent um, Mm -hmm. in the real estate and the auction communities and those pre-branded videos that the templates that they've created where you can just shoot a video and it has everything already templatized over the layer over the top of the video for you. So that's yeah. videofizz, F-I-Z-Z.com, videofizz.com. Check that out. Yep, it's really nice. It has like already embedded music that you can choose from, which is really hard to input on your own. And it can stitch photos together in a slideshow or it can take live video. It's just really nice and super easy to use. Very cool. We've covered a lot of grounds. We've covered uh, a tremendous amount of topics today on the show. And <laughs> we want to thank Ashley Breitenbach for being with us, the marketing director for United Country Real Estate. There is uh, there's a note slid in front of me. United Country has an auction summit, I believe is what they call it, a real estate au- or a uh, an auction summit, and not just real estate, personal property also. It's for brokers, auctioneers. That's going to happen September 10th and 11th here in Kansas City. They uh, have the uh, rooms, the banquet rooms there at uh, Argosy Casino. And they'll be featuring an auction summit on September 10th and 11th. So make sure and check that out. It says the website is nationalauctionsummit.com. That's nationalauctionsummit.com. Again, we want to thank Ashley Breitenbach uh, for being in the studio with Trina and I. And make sure and tune in next time as we have another airing of The Sale Ring. Thank you for joining us for today's show. To access all resources and links mentioned in today's show, head over to www.thesalering.com now. We appreciate your feedback and encourage you to share the show with other industry pros like yourself. Join us next time as we meet you inside The Sale Ring.